It's fine. Go to work with your hair like that. Welcome to Yelling at Birds. I'm Matt, and I am a glutton for your attention. Maybe not. I appreciate your attention, and I am happy and humbled that you're here with me. I hope that you have everything you need. I hope you, yes you, are having a fantastic day and you know what? Same to your friends and families. Why not? You're all a bunch of hunks and babes and I think I might be into you. This is episode two of my seven deadly series where I take a brief and very uneducated look at the seven deadly sins. Um, and how they're how they are present in my life, how they have the potential of standing in the way of me living a peaceful life of growth and inspiration, and in turn how they are present in all of our lives. As stated in the last episode, my intention here isn't to have a quote unquote religious discussion or to turn anyone towards or away from religion, but to take certain lessons from religion dissect them and hold on to some thoughts that might be helpful as we keep on walking down our separate roads alongside each other. In this episode, as you may have guessed, I'll be talking about gluttony. And while visions of hot dog eating contests and chocolate cake eating machine Bruce Bogtrotter might be dancing around in our heads at the sound of that words, <laughs> that words at the sound of that word, that's not what it's all about. Gluttony isn't just about eating these days, so what is it? What else is gluttony all about if it's more than just, let's say, overeating food? Well, it turns out that I accidentally touched on gluttony in my last episode when I brought up waste, because it can be described as the overindulgence and overconsumption of anything to the point of waste, of food, of drink, of wealth items. And we could easily add overindulgence of natural resources to the list as well, especially being such a important topic these days and maybe should have been a more important topic a long time ago. Wikipedia tells me that in Christianity it's considered a sin if the excessive desire for food causes it to be withheld from the needy, and I'm sure the same can be said about the rest of the items on the list, especially now when, we're, when so much attention is being given to excess. And I kind of like that instead of just seeing it as overconsumption. I do like seeing it as the excessive desire or the excessive use of something causes it to be, to be withheld from someone that else that needs it. Now, this is a tricky subject for us here in the Midwest. Obviously, we like our food. We like our drink. And us in Wisconsin have been known to overconsume both from time to time. I know I myself have eaten to the point of near explosion on many occasions and in my drinking days have consumed alcohol to probable, probably near death to uh, for sure certain blackouts uh, more than enough times and more than enough times enough to land me in legal trouble a handful of times. Especially considering where I live, I feel like it's important to go to do a deeper dive um, into it a little bit. 
and uh, for into this topic. But for simplicity, let's look at the root of what it is. So overconsumption of anything to the point of waste. Um, and as a society, do we ever fucking waste? I have a little note here. So when I was writing this the other night, I had to pause um, right here so I could watch the cake eating scene from Matilda because why the hell wouldn't you watch the cake eating scene from Matilda? So go ahead, pause. You know you want to. Go watch that. Um, according to a 2018 study by the Frontier Group, the United States, while only accounting for 4% of the world's population, contribute 30% of the world's waste. About 15% of that 30 is food waste. But I'm sure more of it can be attributed to food due to, you know, uh, waste from transportation, waste from packaging, um, things like that. And with all the waste finding its way into the garbage, do you think that, do you think some is being withheld from the needy? Uh, I would, I would say so. Thankfully, there are organizations out there like, uh, like the Emergency Food Network uh, here in La Crosse, Wafer, uh, and among many other others across the country who provide a much needed a much needed band-aid to the waste problem by collecting and redistrib re redistributing healthy food to those in need. Uh, food, drink, and energy, they're easy, easy examples of overconsumption. And it's easy just to view overconsumption as something that you're just doing to yourself. Obviously, you eat too much or you drink too much, and there are immediate, immediate consequences for yourself. Uh, one way I'm trying to change my thinking about overconsumption in general is that it is also consumption to the point of withholding resources from others who may need it. This kind of takes us out of the what am I doing to myself kind of thing. Like obviously it's not healthy to do XYZ. Um, I should start taking better care of myself. But, you know, it's just as important to think that the time that we're spending on consuming and the things that we're consuming and wasting as a byproduct of that there are other people in the world that could use that um, resources are finite food drink money attention energy they all come from something and they can run out and the more we unnecessarily consume the less there will be for someone else or somewhere else we may not be able to directly see the link between our waste and another's want, but it exists. We know this. Another uh, way to look at it is, um, or I guess another way to look at it in terms of bringing other people into it and the bringing care for others into it is that it's placing the concerns of your own impulses over your concern for the well-being of others. And that's kind of a good way to look at it, too. And I did mention attention and energy. Um, I think that's huge these days. Uh, I know those aren't... It's, attention isn't a tangible resource. You know, we can't, we can't measure how much attention uh, we have to give or that there is in the world and what's being overused. Um, but uh, if you... So if you're not thinking about the uh, I guess what others need you know when you're thinking about other people I guess it's easier to think about about the 
uh, food and resources that we're using that other people might need. But attention is, not, is an interesting thing because it's not tangible. And because it's not tangible, it's kind of hard to see, you know, if you're wasting it or not. But one thing I would say is if we do set down the thinking of other people thing for a moment and think about um, this is the probably the biggest one I'm guilty of. And um, it's, let's say, you know, attention, overconsumption of attention. Um, maybe this would be um, a, a way for me to think about this is uh, maybe over overconsumption of of media, of social media, television, movies, uh, music. Maybe that's not a good example, but like overconsuming these things and draining your attention, because we only have so much attention to give. We only have so many fucks to give, and sometimes we're uh, very liberal with how we distribute those. But one thing that's important for me to think about is is maybe the not the overconsuming of attention, but the overconsumption of um, you know how often do you do this? You're kind of bored and you flip through like three or four your three or four mostly used apps on your phone, or you're just sitting there killing time and you're looking at like the three or four web pages that you go to, maybe a um, one that gathers news, one that gathers entertainment. Obviously, Facebook has to be there, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, your over your overconsumption of that is just pulling all the attention, sucking all the attention out of you that you have. And then there's other people in your life that maybe are in need of that or could use that, and you don't have it for them because you don't have the time, you don't have the energy. Um, I know that's a challenge for me because you know I do feel. Like, I am more of an introvert. Um, when I do give other people my attention, it is kind of draining. And it's less dra- and it's more, it's more draining than if I were to just kind of sit at home and read a book and um, kind of recharge my batteries. But even so, there are other people out there that, uh, you know, friends and family that I do have more time for. And I'm not allocating any time for them because I'm tired, because I'm over-consuming in different areas. And this is kind of part of the, this is, this is, I'm happy I'm at this point right now because I kind of ran out of energy writing this the other night and uh, I started just, you know, you get to that point where um, I started writing this out and every sentence felt more and more um, like there was like less meaning behind it and more of me just kind of, I just need to fill words in here, even if they don't mean anything. And so I stopped writing and I stopped at that point and just began. And now I'm here because I figured I'll get to it later, but, but you know, nothing, everything kind of felt, just felt like empty words. Like I'm just kind of filling, filling in the time and that's, awesome because now I can sit here and actually um, go through what ideally this whole entire podcast was going to be about and that's just me working through um, ideas instead of in my head uh, recording it so there's going to be plenty of awkward pauses maybe I can edit them out or maybe I'll just leave them in there just to this is what it would be like in a if you're sitting here listening to me right now Maybe I'll just leave them in. Um, but now I'm just kind of kind of think about that and work through 
um, overconsumption a little bit. It is a tough one because, you know, I was thinking about, you know, is it, you know, eating, you know, eating too, let's say we're talking about food. Is it eating too lavish, lavishly, um, taking too much, getting too much enjoyment out of eating? You know, you see, uh, if you've been in the online dating world at all or had that dating conversation or, you know, what, what are some things that you like? Um, and if they say, you know, I mean, a lot of people will say, oh, I love food. Um, in my mind, I'm like, I mean, that's great, but I mean, no shit that it's like, I love water, man, drinking water. Mm. It's not really a characteristic of a person. It's a need that person has. But, I mean, and that's fine. But I just think that's interesting. But let's just think about food. Um, it's tough to, like, trash on overconsumption of food, I guess. I don't know. Is it, is it because this is kind of, is it because of the area we grew up? And having big meals with a family is good? And is it fine if you're using, you know, if you... Yeah, see, I'm now I'm getting into the, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about stuff. What is the base, the base of the issue? Overconsumption to the point of waste. Why? Why are you overconsuming to the point of waste? Whatever it is. Whether it's food, entertainment, money, wealth items, movies, overconsumption to the point of waste. Obviously there's a gap, there's a hole somewhere. And a lot of what we do is, is masturbatory in nature, day in and day out. We get caught in, we get caught in our routine of work, home, sleep, that naturally there's just something missing. And what makes maybe overconsumption masturbatory in nature is that it's just a short feel good. It's a little band-aid on the bigger something else that's missing. Maybe you're not living, maybe you're not going after what you're really happy, really passionate about. Maybe you're not living a life you're fully happy with or as, as happy as you can be and you know it. So instead of doing those things to get you yourself on the right path, you bury yourself in Netflix. You cook another good meal so you can be proud of yourself and post it and get a couple of likes. Or, uh, <laughs> or you post a fucking picture or a nice status that gets a lot of likes and attention just to get more of that attention from other people because you haven't found a way to build that into your life as it is right now. So you search out for those quick fixes. I think that's kind of the base of it. We do a lot because we don't know. A lot of what we do is out of not really knowing what to do. It's weird to be a person. It's weird to be a human being. There's, I mean, when we're bombarded every day with 
you know, by ourselves too, but by marketing and advertising, um, expectations of friends and family, which a lot of those expectations you just put on yourself. You think that your mom and dad or your friends or your two moms, your two dads, or your no parents, I mean, you think that other people expect certain things out of you. And I think more, mo most of the pressure that we put on ourselves is from us feeling like we're not living up to those expectations. Or it is just straight up, the underlying issue is just, there's just a lack there, a lack in some other area of your life that you're trying to overcompensate with, with by, um, you're trying to overcompensate for that lack with other things. Hmm. I think that's maybe what it was for me. The overcompensating from, I mean, I had years, years where, uh, what did I have? You know, I had three or four majors in college and I probably would have been, um, I mean, no regrets in life, only lessons, but kind of looking back, what I would have told myself leaving high school is probably just don't go to, don't go to college right away. I don't know. Um, cause I didn't really know, I didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do after that. And I had years of, um, just doing something because I felt like that's what was expected as far as going to college. Um, and you know, that led to three, four different majors and I still graduated in time, but I didn't take it seriously while I was doing it. And I knew, and deep down I knew it. And I think that that's, that was kind of like the big start of knowing even before I got into, you know, any trouble, any, even before any of my drinking, you know, kind of caught the attention of anybody because it was, you know, at a time when everyone else was kind of doing the same thing, not everyone else, but everyone else I knew, um, I knew that there was a lack and I knew that there was something that I was missing. And then that was my overcompensation was my, um, uh, drinking to forget, to escape. And, you know, it's easy in the time to think that that I'm the only one that that's affecting because, hey, if I have a hangover, it's fine. I mean, it's not like I'm drinking myself into giving someone, a other, someone else a hangover. But, you know, I was. And I didn't even have to get in trouble um, to start affecting other people, obviously. It was, you know, a fight with the girlfriend. It was a fight with friends, damaging property. It was my friends having to wake me up to go to work. It was being late for work. It was calling sick, calling in sick to work. Everybody else having to pick up my slack. And then, you know, as I got older or as I got through school and everything, I gained more and more responsibility and that's more and more pressure on, on me to, uh, more and more pre pressure that I was giving myself knowing that I wasn't doing what I wanted to do, that I was just kind of floating along and that kind of fed the fire, so to speak. So 
over consuming more to escape just for a moment what how i felt i was failing and more people wrapped into it more people affected by it until i had this mountain of collateral damage behind me and a decade or more of just wasted time so that was my that that was my gluttony and sure i still waste quite a bit still but at least I'm sober while I'm doing it. And I think that instead of trying to explain what it is, maybe think about ways that you're over-consuming in your life. Or I, I don't know, what the hell do I know? I don't have an answer for you. But this is what I did, like just what I did right here, is think about one, maybe I picked one thing, drinking. You know, how was I over-consuming with that? Where did that come from? And I don't, I think with what I just said, probably doesn't even scratch the surface of everything else that was going on. Or maybe it's, maybe it's easier than what I think. Maybe, maybe we just kind of tend to think of ourselves as more profound than we are. And the answer is always more simple than what we think it is. But maybe pick something that you're, that you consume too much of, even if it seems like it's a good thing. People can be a glutton for working out. Um, and look and see what the base of that is. Is there something missing? Usually when I start just burying myself in, um, in entertainment, let's say, or eating, um, there, that is like the canary in the mine. You know, there's something, I'm not happy with something or I'm not, I'm uneasy about something because when's the last time that you were having the absolute fucking time of your life that you over eight or you kind of you usually typically like just using eating like you forgetting to eat if you're the happiest you've ever been like think about the times that you're just like full of immense joy um me it's probably you know out exploring uh traveling hiking uh, with friends and I don't think in any of those times there was any amount of like gluttony going on because um, you don't even you forget to eat you forget to do things it was the other night when I couldn't sleep and again so last Thursday I couldn't sleep and then two nights ago Sunday night I couldn't sleep again so I started writing and reading and those are the times when I forget to eat I forget to sleep I don't want to sleep and I think those are the times yeah reading and writing I mean those are the times when I forget what the hell I'm doing because I am so like happy, kind of inspired in the moment, um, and so that in the absence of that, that's when you know you get the you start to get fidgety, and you you would start to you know try to replace that with something else. Um, so I would think of, I would think about that one thing. Just pick one thing from your life that that you feel you are maybe doing too much of or that you'd like to cut down on and then think about what what are you trying to compensate for what's missing I mean is this one thing that you're doing a ton of or that you're over consuming is that something that do you feel deep down in your soul that it's making you truly happy or is there some other reason why you're choosing to you know kind of overdo it in one area 
as opposed to kind of taking a deep look at at why. Hmm. And also, so I have some notes here, you know, it's also tough to, you know, I'm not trying to bash, like enjoying yourself, enjoying a good meal, enjoying a time out with friends, you know, or any of that, anything, even drinking water <laughs> too much is going to kill you. Anything to too much excess is not good. Um, I have a note here that says balance it all with life is short, quote unquote, life is short. Um, and it's tough because it is, you know, no matter what we do at the end of this whole thing, you know, we're, we're in a box under the ground or being made into a tree or a diamond, I guess, a gem. That's a thing. That's whatever, however the hell you want the remains of you to be handled by other people. Um, you know, no matter what we do, where it's, life is going to end someday. So you might as well enjoy yourself while you're here. Just, I would say, you know, I'm trying to not do so at the detriment of someone else. Enjoying yourself is absolutely great. You should feel alive. You should try new things. You should eat so much you almost explode sometimes. But if when it's to the detriment of someone else, then, then it's not. that's not great. I think I've went on longer than I thought I was, and that's okay. there's a chance I might have someone with me on Sunday's episode. We'll see. I'll have to make sure. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. It is going to be... Uh, 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 what the fuck is next? Sloth. Nice. Wait. No. No. Greed. That's a big one. That's a big one. We'll be talking about greed next week. Um, in this seven part series, number three, this was episode 15. I think that's all I have. Uh, I hope you all have a good day. Thank you so much for listening to this long rambling talk and hope, hopefully didn't put you in too big of a funk. I don't know. I don't care. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. Uh, and if you didn't, then, eh, there's always next time. Have a great day. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Matt and another episode of Yelling at Birds. Bye. This has been another episode of Yelling at Birds. I appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you. Thank you very much. I appreciate your comments, your messages. I appreciate speaking to you. Please feel free to reach out to me on Facebook at Yelling at Birds Podcast. Uh, Yelling at Birds on Twitter. This podcast is available on whatever app you're using right now to listen to it, obviously. Otherwise, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, a few other ones that I can't remember right now, but I appreciate it. Have a great night, and we will see you soon. Bye.